are the tastemakers. Aight, aight. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. Somaliers came out to play. Classics in the current day. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. What it is, what it is. The bang is on deck. Give me a taste of the culture. It's the Tastemakers Pod. That be Trisha Bell. Right there is Brina. They call me Quote. And uh, we got a special guest with us today. Standing in for your man, light-skinned Corey Regis, also known as Big Reach, also known as Regis Chester for his government. How you be, <laughs> Big Reach? Man, chilling, 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 man. I don't know to be on y'all's show. You know, I've been in, hey. in, the, in, the, in the chat a few times, so glad to be here tonight with y'all, man. Definitely, definitely. We appreciate you stepping in for your man, T. Goss. Shouts out to Shannon in the chat, the only one that knows how to follow instructions in the chat right now, representing Los Angeles. Thank you so much. Everybody else in the chat, I see you. I see you. Just say where you're from. It's real simple. Also, make sure to like and subscribe. You are tuned in to the Tastemakers Podcast. You know how we do every week? We started off just kind of seeing how everybody is just kind of catching up and whatnot before we dive into these topics. So I'll start with Brina. Brina, how you be? Oh, good. Um, just been in the gym a lot this week and working. Okay. Just yeah, just just uh, had my heart broken a little bit the way Golden State lost last night. But other than that, oh, I'm great. Cool. <laughs> I thought you were saying that Golden State made you get in the gym for a second. I'd be like, it's no. like that. No. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought about it real quick. Uh, true fan, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Just the way you ride for your Bucks, that's how Brina ride for them Warriors. Okay. So, uh, we, might, we, might, we might see y'all a little bit. Y'all might see each other in the finals. Trisha, how your week been? Bruh, so busy. Like, so busy. You know, the, the, the company is, uh, you know, they got a lot going on. Okay, okay. They're putting you through the ringer already? It's early, but, you know, I guess that's how it goes. Okay, okay, okay. And then, of course, of course, uh, Big Rage, um, I, I want to make sure to check and see how your week is going as well. It's going good, man. You know, no complaints. A lot of changes in, in my uh, room at the, at the job. And so, you know, that just comes with the punches of being in the secular and, industry. Taking them how they roll. We made a huge announcement today, so we'll see where that where that ends up. Mm. Things are gonna go. Okay. Okay. Hey, where, do we'll see. where do you work? I work uh, for T. I work for T Mobile. And, oh, okay. uh, we made a huge announcement today, where we are going to be uh, paying out people's cancellation fees with their internet providers for them oh. to use uh, use our internet oh. up to five hundred dollars. I don't even know why I'm giving them this plug right now. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, because I was thinking about using it because Xfinity is trash out here. So can you sign up anybody across the country or in your only in your region? Uh, offline topic. Offline okay. Topic. All right. So Tyshawn, uh, shout out to you representing <laughs> Dallas right there. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, but definitely make sure to slide into regions DMs. I'm trying to get my man all the all the plugs, you know what I mean? Hey. But listen, you know what I'm saying? So uh, me, my week, uh, it's been a good week. It's kind of actually going by super quick. Like, I feel like we got to Wednesday super quick. 
And uh, I feel like it'll be the weekend by the time we uh, look up. So uh, that is what it is. That is what it is. Listen, we got a jam-packed show, so I just want to kind of get up into it. Of course, you can see it from the subjects as you plot in, but we're going to talk about Lecrae or KB. <coughs> we'll frame that in a second. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle getting attacked on stage. Uh, we had to, we had to, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, we, we talked about uh, is it open season on comedians? I guess the answer might be yes. We're going to talk about the Met Gala. We're going to talk about your man Ray J and your girl Kim Kardashian, a possible part two. Uh, we'll talk about uh, how Netflix has fallen off. And of course, we'll touch a little bit on this Roe versus Wade stuff. I mean, you know, some stuff is so polarizing, you can't help but talk about it, even if you want to stay away from it. So we'll talk about that a little bit too. But that's what it is. We are the Tastemakers. Again, make sure to like and subscribe. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend. Go ahead and share us out right here and give us that like. It costs you absolutely nothing, but it means the world to me and to the rest of us here as well. So <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> let's break it off with the icebreakers. Y'all know how we do Meme of the week. Meme of the week. Brina, who going first with the meme of the week? I think we'll probably go to yours first since you have a video. All right, check this out, y'all. Meme of the week. All I got to say is why does <laughs> nobody care about this little girl? Why does nobody care about this little girl? That's all I got to say about the meme of the week this week coming from your boy. Shout out to Mr. Legacy Joan. Why don't nobody care about this little girl? I already know he about the show. My name is Chicky. Chicky, Chicky, Chicky. My name is Cha Cha. Clop, clop, Cha Cha Cha. Chicky, Chicky, Chicky. Clop, clop, Cha Cha Cha. Chicky, Chicky, Chicky. Clop, clop, Cha Cha Cha. My name is Bom Bom. Bom Bom Bom. party roll and it was like yo we don't <laughs> care about a little card yo it's somebody so underneath the like, tweet she knows somebody underneath the tweet they put um uh the michael jordan the michael jordan joint it's an after kids yeah. <laughs> why does nobody care about this little girl yo yeah, she will grow up knowing what it is to be black in America. Definitely, of that experience alone. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a accurate depiction of how it is. Yo, that child was States. left behind. Like no, the dog was just not letting up. No, I he mean he wanted, to, sister, he wanted to play. He wanted to the play. The sister looked like she gave one effort, but after that, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to become Shout out to Tosh. Since you on your own. Yeah, shout out to Tosh in the chat. Mr. Legacy Jones, The Immigrant? Dang, by Urban D. I ain't heard that in years. Um, yeah, yeah, Shannon, poor child. I don't know. Yeah, they're too busy. Everybody, everybody want, they want them clicks. They want them likes, and they'll do anything for the likes. Like, let the dog 
beat up the little girl. He just wanted to play. That's it. Just is what it <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah, it. Stephen Ali writing in the chat was popping with you. All right, who's next? Okay. Trish. Trish. Um, okay, so it was like a thread. Um, so this was like the first part of it. Yeah, part of the thread, but I have this one and one more. Um, yeah, basically they were like, ladies, what's the most ghetto experience you ever had with getting your hair done? I was like, ooh, I can kind of relate to this. <laughs> so was like, she got tired of braiding, so I spent the night. <laughs> and then this one got me. She took the first break to go smoke. Second break, because now she's hungry. The third break to run to the store to get something to drink and never came back because she was arrested to, to, for trying to steal some Gatorade. Huh? <laughs> Yo, that's ghetto. That imagine, if right your, imagine if that was your prom like hairstyle too. Yeah, I'd be so mm. angry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to find out. I mean, so how did that conversation go? Like, man, it's late. Like, hey, the pillow down there, the couch right there. And if you need it, go ahead. Yeah. Like, how I did mean, that, how that go? Pretty much. Yeah. It's hard out here. It is hard. Brina. Sisters you mentioned for hours. Yeah, I found this post um, scrolling through Facebook uh, the other day, but it just says, Future makes music oh. for guys that only get to see their kids on the weekend, but work Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> Ow! <Yo>. Sorry. <laughs> well, at least yeah. we know they don't work at Chick-fil-A. There you oh, go. Nah, yep, showing up. That's yeah. it. Closed on Sundays. Oh my future stay catching straight bullets, man. <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> all, all my man tried to do was come out with an album. He's still uh, in the plan. <laughs> oh man. Goodness gracious. So that was I the meme of the week. Y'all, um, of course, the meme of the segment. We just actually started it last week when we all present a meme and uh we just kind of get it going and, and laugh at that just because the internet is so undefeated. Um, but y'all let us know if the meme of the week is something that y'all rock with. Let us know in the chat. Let us know if we should keep doing that every week. Uh, just something real quick to get y'all rolling. I could, I cried when I saw that. That girl getting the dog. I, I, I cried. I literally cried laughing, y'all. Yeah, for real, for real. So. What up, Shannon? I'm sorry, I meant to say hi earlier. What What's up, going on, Paige? <laughs> Whew. So let's go ahead and get into the subject at hand. All right. So here is the scenario. Lecrae drops an album and KB drops an album the same day. Chat, let us know which album are you checking out first? You're going to check out Lecrae's album first. You're going to check out KB's album first. Which one you checking out? Trisha, what you got? I'm going to check out Lecrae's first. And I, I, I love KB, but I think I like Lecrae's music more. So, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. Tasha saying aha. Tasha, yeah, Tasha <laughs> came in with the aha. Like, aha is not an option. <laughs> aha is not an option. Brina, who you checking for? Lecrae or KB? First out. Yeah, album. I'm going with Lecrae. Um, okay. As as much as I love KB, yeah, I think I'm checking for Lecrae first. That's just that's just mm. by default. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Destiny in the chat said Lecrae as well. Reach. 
Who can check what you what for up, it first? Lecrae or KB's off project? Of, off, off Legacy, uh, I'll probably be dropping in listening to Lecrae first. Just because one of the familiarity. Um, two, you know, of what I know of Lecrae. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of would have me in a different kind of different type of zone. You know what I'm saying? Um, not that KB is whack, but I think familiarity is like what snatch you up. And then like I remember when Lecrae like broke into the game. So I think that's another thing that kind of snags me into like being kind of biased as well. So that's what it is. That's what it is. No doubt. So um listen, I didn't think everybody was gonna go Lecrae on this. Uh but yeah, I'm Lecrae as well. And really, it's just simple for me. I'm going to probably enjoy both albums. Yeah. Um, but of course, Lecrae has the more consistency because he is Lecrae. There's probably going to be a bigger budget going into Lecrae's project. More hands touching it, more arts, you know, artistic possibly going to Lecrae's project. I feel like I'm going to get a, a complete project right. from Lecrae. Mm-hmm. I feel like from KB, I'm going to get a few songs that I'm going to rock out. It's gonna be the anthem for the for the next whatever, but um, but yeah, Sis, yeah. So my sister said she don't even know who KB is. <laughs> she, said, she said, "Lecrae, I don't even know who KB is." I was wondering who that was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and then Mr. Legacy. What Jones up, C Goss? It's K to the second letter. What do you say? What do you say? We're like nah, it's K to the second letter, not K to the I second you spin. Say KB. Whew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, Goss just waiting to be contrarian. So, shouts out to Goss in the chat. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, but uh, he, he said he was definitely going with KB. Refresher Point got KB too. Shouts out to my man Kenny. Okay. Yeah. I, I, we got some cat KB cats going in there as well. I can KB appreciate votes. that. But yeah, no, no. Like I said, I think Lecrae is going to give me a full project. Um, it's yeah. going to be a little bit more polished. You know what I mean? You're going to be able to listen to the whole joint. Uh, KB. Now, what, what what album was it that really put KB on the map? What was that joint called? Something Tomorrow? What is it? You mean, the, um, was it the EP, John? No, no, no. The joint that solidified, I said put him on the map. That's not true. The joint that solidified KB was uh, Tomorrow We Rebel? Tomorrow, somebody in the chat help me out. Don't ask me because I don't know. You know she got to know it. Right. Kenny said uh, Today Tomorrow We, we Live. Tomorrow We Live. I don't think it was Tomorrow We Live. I don't think that was the name of it, Kenny. Uh, is it Today We Rebel, Bree? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Today We Rebel. That's the joint that solidified KB, right? As being like, like that project was solid. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like we haven't necessarily gotten another Today We Rebel from KB since then. You know what I mean? Um, I believe... Shannon said tomorrow we live too. Is it tomorrow we live or is it take we were the joint where it's like a, a there's a throne, it's red. Oh yeah, that's today we rebel. Today we rebel. There we go. Thank tomorrow, you. Is it both titles? Because tomorrow we live, where they get that from? I don't know. That might have been another song or something. But yeah, Shannon. Tomorrow it might have been, yeah, been a that might have been a song on the album. No, that's the that's an album. That's the album. album. I think it came tomorrow out. Tomorrow we live is an album too. That's the one yep. with his back is it's like his back is turned or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's another album. That's that's not the not the one. 
was like to me the one that yeah it's today we rebel tomorrow we live okay okay got you they're both red so the one with his back yeah. turned is tomorrow we live the one with the kind of throne and, and stuff like that or something going on that's today we rebel in 2017. so i'm yeah. talking 2017 all right okay. that's the one i'm talking about kb was good don't get me wrong kb was fine but it was it was here here 2017 mm. when today we rebel came out that's when KB almost took over. That's when we started looking at him like, oh, he's that guy. Like, he could be the head of CHH right now. That's 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 when we started looking like that. To me, I wasn't looking like that at KB in 2015. Yeah. Uh, Destiny said tomorrow know. we live is a classic. That's great. But today we rebel. <laughs> CHH is Christian hip hop for some of the people I invited. Yes, yes, yes. So if you don't know uh, what CHH is, it is Christian hip hop. Somebody did tell me that one day. Uh, It was an older uh, lady, uh, older uh, Caucasian lady was listening to our show. And she was saying that uh, we use so many acronyms. (laughs) 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 And I was like, what? (laughs) But yeah, Goss said his price went up after Today We Rebel. That's when he, he he set himself apart at today. Yesterday's price is not so, today's price. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Yep, not yep, yep, for 4K to 10K. Wait, for real? Oh, hey, that's, that's, that's what that's it'd be real? like. Are I think it real? was. I think that was it was something like that. I, those are real oh, live was, numbers? Oh, was that the honorarium price? I think that was, yeah. And, and I, he say 4K to 10K. I think it was like 2K to 10K. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, I think today we Y'all, 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 CHH artists. See, this this is why I tell people, don't be going with what everybody else saying. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of artists that are trying to enter into the CHH space. Now, I I tell people be careful of labeling. You know what I mean? What you're doing, but if God has called you to the CHH space, do not think that there is zero money now. It depends on how you move. It depends on oh, yeah. who you with. It depends. You know what I'm saying? All that depends. But you can't go in thinking that you're gonna make KB money and Lecrae money. Okay, I just oh, want y'all. No. I'm, I'm not gonna be realistic. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. As a former CHH alum, uh, bro, p- churches used to be so. Um, Stingy, for lack of a better word, because I think one thing that was kind of whack is that, like, depending on how the church structure was set up, right? Like, the youth ministry had their own account. So when it came right. to bringing in talent, they would come to the, look at the youth ministry like, "Oh, y'all have your own budget. So if we want to bring X, Y, Z, that need to come out of what y'all are doing." But what was bogus was you'd have larger churches that had the availability to give their youth departments more money to bring in better talent. It was just, they didn't want to do it. And that, to me, that was bogus because here you are, you bring like the, you know, BBCC, you know what I'm saying? Karen Clark Sheard, like all of this, but for your kids, you just wanted them to enjoy local talent. Like that's bogus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I feel you on that from a church's standpoint. I will say this though, even as Trisha's just talked about a little bit, Christian hip hop artists get off easy. They get they off do. so easy because well, as, as as far as what? As far as oh, the perfectionism, normally the, the professionalism no, of the craft. 
Well, that that kind of stuff too. But as a, as a whole, that's kind of on a decline, in my opinion. But Christian hip hop is the only space where these artists is out here, and we say it, we say it all the time on the show, getting getting paid these honorariums when they can't bring in no hard ticket sales. That part. Oh, it's whack MCs that get that too in in the secular world. <laughs> oh, trust, just, trust me. You ain't. I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I feel you. But Christian Christian hip hop already has a ready based mechanic uh, mechanism of a bunch of churches that are ready to give out, like I said, at least five hundred to a thousand dollars to an artist. And said artist ain't gonna. I mean, I ain't trying to be funny, but said artist ain't gonna track. Five hundred to a thousand dollars worth of can, seats. Can, can we joint. be honest? Can we be honest? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have the skill set to put on a live show for me to sit through. That's and that's mainstream, man. That's on that's, that's on yeah. both sides. Yeah. One thing that we really prided ourselves on, we would have weekly practices where, you know, breathing techniques, ad libs, stage presence. The number one thing I hate in today, like I go to a show, I, one I don't even know who you are, because you came out on stage as an opener, you really, you know, they introduced you, but you didn't build any with the crowd. They told you you had fifteen minutes, you ran through five tracks as fast as you could because you wanted to get all this music in, and you did no building. And then the other thing is when artists when artists turn their back to the audience, biggest pet peeve in the world, bro. I did not pay. I don't care if I had to pay ten dollars. I didn't pay the the dime to come in and look at your butt in my face. <laughs> and I'm trying to have a good time. <laughs> I'm just keeping it a hundred, man. Nah, you ain't. But you're not. No, you, no. That the the thing is like, I don't I don't know if we like trying to go there, but you know. The CHH you know, doesn't know what call it, call it is. What it is. You know, CHH doesn't understand what an A and R is or. They don't understand like 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 what you're talking about practicing stage presence all that stuff like they they don't think about that and what what Mr. Legacy Jones just said studio and stage are so different so yeah. different to me to me yeah. okay yeah. if you want to be an artist if you want to be a legitimate artist you need to know what it takes to be an artist and do do studio stuff well but also know how to perform like that because it's more money in the performing, right? It's more money when you're like constantly on the road or you have a tour or whatever. Like if you can't, if you cannot command the stage, sit down. For me, it's just sit down. Like don't even come up. If you can't <laughs> practice, you, you know, somebody coaching you on what your, what your presence, your stage presence look like. Did you practice your set? Did somebody critique your set? Then don't say okay. nothing. Don't even get up I'm gonna show you my favorite though. This is my favorite right here. So that's oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, fifty dollars. this is even in the secular world. I can't hear you, dog. Don't nobody know what you're saying. If you're an artist, stop this. Please. Amen. We can't understand nothing you're saying. Can't do it. Can't do it. But listen, so. So yeah, I, I feel like stage presence and all that 
went out the window, right, was one of the many things that seemed to go out of the window when social media came in. Now, what social media got to do with stage presence, I don't fully know. Actually, I, I guess I, I can make it make sense because cats didn't have to go out in their local arenas and up their craft. You know what I mean? As far as as far as you know, being on stage with other MCs in the area and constantly go out and up their craft. And because of that, it was one of the many things I feel like that went right out the window with social media. So oh, we got, if we go if, if we gonna keep it honest, right? Most people mimic what they see. So even Christian hip hop artists was probably watching 106 in Park, you know what I'm saying? If they went to live shows and you were being taught from a culture like that we're doing things incorrectly. So, you know, yeah, this sound engineer is getting paid $75,000 a year to do what he does. Your uncle at your local church doing this for free out of the love of his heart, who don't even have the time to know what live audio is he doing. He's just back here on the sliders and thinks he know what he's doing. He can't <laughs> manipulate that sound at a show to make you sound good when you cuff in the microphone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's huge differences. But, like, I, I, I think overall that just kind of went out the window. Like, it was like, let me get the crowd hype. And as long as the crowd is hype, we good. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, bruh, if, if they paying to see a show, go back and look at your Michael Jackson. Go back and look at your, I mean, the great. to me, Michael's the greatest entertainer in the world. You know Fact. what I'm saying? But he put on a show. Yeah. Like we we would we would sit there and deliberate and talk about like what can we do along with our music yeah. that would leave a lasting impression on these people. And at the end of the day, God gotta be there with you too. Yeah. Because so, so, for us it, it was trying to, you know what I'm saying? We we was really heavy on like touching these kids. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing, you know, a whole other situation, but Christian hip hop concerts, cats used to be still focused. They'd spit, but they still was focused to leading you into some kind of worship. And now you don't even see that no more at all either. So, um, so just yeah, to to, to let y'all know, yeah, I, I I don't know how. Somehow it went out the window. Uh, whatever the case may be. I, I'm sorry, I had a thought and I lost it that quick. <laughs> that was the stall there. Um, but, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And to bring it in the hip, there we go. There we go. So you were talking about Michael Jackson being a great performer, but even to bring it in the hip hop, I mean, Diddy, Busta Rhymes, like mm -hmm. these are great performers. So even I know, what performance, look, I know exactly what performance you're talking about. Too. Uh, don't let me, let me, let me, let me let jump, jump. Pa yeah. Pastor Cavassier, oh, MTV Music Awards. Yes. So mean, we stole, this. we stole from that show. But not even that, though. But then you can go back to even just a KRS one, you know, a KRS. Uh, uh, I'm saying a KRS one. Like <laughs> anyway, I, I didn't mean to say KRS one. You talking about say, like a KRS one? Anyway, all that to say, KRS. He won't gonna be all over the stage or nothing like that. But he His still had control. His as a microphone controller, he still had control of the yeah. crowd. There was still a show that was gonna be put on. Shouts out to Charles. Uh, in the chat as well. So that's what it is, y'all. Uh, speaking of shows, I figured we'd go ahead and uh, talk about it just a little bit, and then we'll dip on into our next topic here. Uh, but of course, for those that don't know, me and your man C. Goss put on a show called Domination, June 24th, 
Make sure your face is in the place if you can in Richmond, VA. It is worth the trip, I promise you. 1K few, AI the anomaly, Canton Jones, go and swoop. It is the most soulful domination yet. And um, it's going to be a it's going to be a movie, as they say. It is definitely going to be a movie. So uh, definitely make sure to uh, check that out. You can check that out on uh, the Domination page on Facebook. Uh, your event breaks. You could probably check in some of the bios of us, and, and you'll be able to get tickets there as well. With that being said, let's keep the party going, y'all. Dave Chappelle, mm. last night on stage. Bree, I'll go ahead and let you let him show him what happened. Okay. Behind me on the DJ table is one of the most prolific producers that hip hop has ever presented, the mighty man Lil. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for hip hop history. Hands. Hands. Yo, he got beat down but you're right charles said buster was there for the beat down they say your man uh jamie fox got some licks in uh they say they say Chappelle ran to the back to get some licks in i am going to kill them <laughs> when you a comedian you can say anything and people wait i gotta see this <laughs> Thank God that was clumsy. He was clumsy. He's back there getting stumped. This was last night, Shannon. This was literally last night. Yeah, this is very real, Shannon. Very real. Where did that come from? Oh, Charles, we saw the picture on the on the on the stretcher. Yo, his arm was jacked up. Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Dislocated that arm, probably. So, so right after that, Dave says it was a trans man. You know, just making making a joke there. Uh, Chris Rock runs on stage and says, "Was that Will?" (laughs) Listen, you know, they was getting jokes all like for real, for real. (laughs) Did I send you the picture, uh, Bree? Of uh, yeah. Yeah, so this Let's is uh, that brother. This is your man's. He got stomped his out shoulder. and they, they jacked his arm up. His shoulders out his of his arm looks backwards, bro. Yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, head is right. so he listen, like run up on stage if you want to. Yeah, buddy, you got you got to know when, <laughs> like when to run up on stage, run up on stage if you want to. You know it's, what I mean? not it's just yeah, not, it's not wise. Yeah, it's not wise. Yeah, Tasha said they got him looking like Tommy Hearns. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, so. Yeah, Twitter uh, yeah. has got him mad skills. 
Oh, he my. did look like skills a little bit, but just jacked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mr. Legacy See, Jones said, I, when you point at cats with your elbow, you know you had a rough life. <laughs> telling you, bro. I but mean, that, I feel so sorry for him. He shouldn't have did that. That's just nah. not That's not cool. He and, went, you mm-hmm. went to leap in for a tackle. You bounced off Dave's body. <laughs> Literally. And about six cats ran up on stage. Immediately, yeah, that was fast. I didn't realize how fast that that happened. That's crazy. It was quick. They was on, and they were at a Netflix event. You know what I'm saying? Netflix was doing this thing for comedy last night. All the people in the building. How he thought he was gonna pull that off, I have no idea. I will say this though, I'm glad he was not a smart. Yeah, Charles just brought this up. I'm glad he was not a smart criminal because he did have a knife. Uh, blade on this thing that was a fake gun. Yeah, the so fake gun with the Dave. knife on the end. Yeah, he could have injured Dave, but thank God he didn't. You know what I'm saying? But he got beat to a pulp. Man. What happened though? Like, why did he do it though? No one knows. I think Cass is doing. I think Kat, that's it. Cats is doing stuff for likes. It's like the dude that got uh, punched <coughs> out uh, by Mike Top, Mike Tyson in the airplane. Cats is out here doing joints for clicks. Stupid. Mm. You know, and then it's like that, that was just dumb, man. Ain't no excuse for it. He got his fifteen minutes of fame. He'll definitely get. I'm sure if they press his charges, because he can. Uh, that was just dumb. And the whole world started seeing you get beat down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy. Like I said, I think we did a show a couple of months or weeks ago on whether or not it was open season on comedians and. No, no, no. <laughs> Tony, not, Tony, not Rock, Tony Rock oh, put, yeah. put people in their place the next day. And apparently my man didn't hear the message. He was like, bro, every comedian ain't got, you know, they don't have everything to lose like other ones. And Dave, he don't care. So and wow. you going after the GOAT of comedy? That would be like somebody running out on the court. Trying to fight Michael Jordan, bro. Other teams, the other team would have probably, you know, what I'm saying, stepped up for the smoke, trying to hurt Mike right, LeBron right. or you know, what I'm saying, somebody yeah. like that. Like, nah, bro. Tasha and Legacy Jones said it might have been open season, but the season is closed now. <laughs> <laughs> clean up on our five. Joint. Clean up on our five. listen listen make sure to like and subscribe uh, if you like what we do right here on the tastemakers pod it means the world to us it costs you absolutely nothing we're gonna keep this party going here right through these topics here appreciate you guys joining us and hanging with us inside of the chat um so listen the matt gala happened this past week uh and with that being said i'm gonna throw it to trish So I mean, I I don't know how much of our audience is into fashion or even knows what the Met Gala is. However, it's I'm into fashion and I'm always just checking to see what people were at the Met Gala. So we uh the Mess Gala, right? True. That's the the Mess Gala. (laughs) I picked the best (laughs) dressed because it was a lot of like beautiful black women in these like bright colors killing. Is that um, Lupita? Kirk in the chat? Who is that? I can't see a face. Is that Lupita? 
So no, this is a model. I, I don't actually, I've never seen her before, but I saw her in this dress and I was like, oh my goodness, this is gorgeous. Like this That's bright right. pink on her dark skin, killing. Um, yeah. I didn't even yeah, know yeah, what was yeah. happening either until after it happened. Uh, Jay Kirk, <laughs> what up? It was, Monday, it was Monday night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it, wait, was it Monday night? Yeah, you're right. I think I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... But the, the theme was um, Gilded Glamour. So not a lot of people. Um, what is Gilded Glamour? It's more like like um, kind of like the Victorian age or just kind of like not Victorian, but maybe like, yeah, Victorian age where um, where the women were very poised. And what what's the movie that that represented um, that type of Bridgerton? Bridgerton? Like, yeah, I was thinking like. Yeah, probably, Brid probably so. Day, yeah. I haven't seen Bridgerton, okay. but Charles said Bridgerton, Bridgerton or well. uh, yeah. okay. What's the name? Uh, the, the 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 book. It's a very famous book. The Great Gatsby era. Okay, mm, but no, I don't know. That'd be a little bit further than Bridgerton. So. Old Hollywood, sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um. So yeah, she she was beautiful. Um, Bree, we can go to the next the next slide. Oh my goodness, Tessa Thompson in this. Okay, beautiful. Tessa, she, I see you. Kill like it was the train for me. Like it was very cotton candy. It was giving, you know, it was giving old glamour, old Hollywood glamour, but also just she just was like exuding confidence in this hot, like not hot but light pink dress. So I I really appreciated it. If a fire mm -hmm. broke out, though, boy. Oh lord. <laughs> now Whoa. this okay that's, that's actually kind of hot i loved it because i don't know the coat was just giving like this futuristic like feel and vibe but the color very yeah, I mean, she, she, she definitely didn't really understand the assignment though outside of maybe the corset area yeah the corset yeah that's but, about that's it. the made of yeah. that's made of four feet with you and she star wears all day oh that makeup. is that is on some straight uh star <laughs> that, wars that does have somebody said matrix show. villain somebody said Ma matrix, matrix villain matrix okay villain. i see you i, see I like you. it though thank you jay kirk <laughs> that's a, that's I a fly it. outfit i love though. it the color she yeah, missed the assignment, but she got extra credit there you go there you go. That was that person. Well, we that, got, we got. That you know that test that that one teacher gave out that said read the directions, and the first direction yeah. was like go to the last question and write your name. Yep. But she filled out the whole test, but she still got everything right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I used to hate them joints. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so Kim wait. Kardashian. Yeah. So initially, when I saw her on the red carpet, I was like, "What she got on? She looking kind of." weird but when i saw the dress like so the dress was a replica of marilyn monroe's dress. Marilyn Mar yeah oh she yeah. caught yeah. flag for this too okay yes did she? she did what did they yeah, say what she caught flag for she caught a little bit of flag because people were like you know legendary you know marilyn has passed on let it be gone like that da, da, da. Oh really? You know people gonna always, you know people gonna always have something. To people always got some. Yeah, yeah. This if, yeah. if that's what they were saying, and they just they so you know sometimes people just have something to say about Kim. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Oh, actual page pages in the chat saying I personally don't think she should have wore Marilyn Monroe's dress. Page, tell us why. Tell us why. <laughs> you know they were trying to compare her to Marilyn because of you know. <laughs> You know. Sasha, Sasha said, <laughs> look, 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 Marilyn was a pro too. 
And you just went on sex tape out. That's what I'm saying. That's why they was comparing her. Like, oh, she kind of is like a Marilyn, but no. <laughs> Not um, I thought she looked really good in this picture. This picture, like, I it's a nice pit. It's a nice pit. Yeah. What's what's next? What's next? Okay. Hold on, y'all. That? I'm sorry. My yo, my neighbors be bugging. They get into it right now. They're like fighting, bro. Like, mm. if you hear gunshots, like physically fighting. Lord have mercy. Wow. Pray for, uh, pray for Tasha's neighbor. Uh, I'm mean, for Trisha's neighbors. Because, uh, yeah, that's yeah, a whole thing right there. Hold on, y'all. Give me a second. Cool, cool, cool. Y'all, uh, in the chat, if y'all do me a favor, just make sure to pray for Trish. As uh, if I know Trish, she might try to make sure everything is everything over there. Uh, so y'all make yeah. sure that she is all right. Yes, Mr. Legacy Jones. Lizzo oh, was, was doing Lizzo? her thing right there. That was Lizzo really? all day. Yeah, Lizzo Freak was him. doing her thing right there. I ain't Can trying to be... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't, okay, I ain't trying Lizzo. to... Yeah, Lizzo doing it right there. Um... I ain't, I ain't trying to be on like Lizzo's back like that, but I like a fully covered Lizzo. Look at that, Lizzo. Looking good with your clothes on. That look like a... Uh, <laughs> she got the, uh, you know the, the, the queen coat that the the queen print on the cards? Like that coat that the queen have on on the, on the playing card? Yeah. That's, yeah. That kind of remind yeah. me of... That's nice. That that's nice. Yeah, she can't yeah that's, that's, a, that's a nice look for her. That is a nice look. Of her. What was a... Uh, how many more uh, joints we got after Lizzo? Uh, just two more slides. All right, let's Alicia check out Keys the next. Okay, I didn't even know keys. I ain't seen no keys joints. What we got next, Bree? Okay. Who's, um, who is that? I don't know. She ain't I don't no know either. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like it's a sheer dress. It's She's definitely a shit. <laughs> There's a little bit of dirt down there. If you can see, forgive that in the met, uh, red carpet. Yeah, the red carpet. I thought you were talking about down somewhere pale. else. Yeah. No. Oh, no, I mean, I'm just saying it's very see-through-ish. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. See-through-ish. But I mean, yeah. some people come through, you know what I'm saying? I mean, fashion is, is to me, it's, not always, it's its own take on whatever, man. Some people take risks. Some people, but I will say this. Some people got the look and the body shape, all of that for rocking whatever, and then some folks just you can't wear it day. All right, Tasha said, "Okay, sexy executioner, I stand." All right, Charles <laughs> is giving tattered tantalization. Okay, all right. I'm trying to find out who it is. I can't see who it is right off, but um, yeah, because I can't see right. his face. All right, yeah, let's I go can't. ahead and I don't know to, who that is to, to the last one there, because. Um, Okay, so listen, about, um, this is the Jenner girl, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, it oh, looked better it here. Cult- there was a... Oh, wait, the, the whole culture cat? appropriation thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always taking something. And then they, then they were showing this joint with a Rihanna joint, uh, where Rihanna had did something similar in black, with the black uh, cat on the back, uh, with the black cap to the back, per se. Um, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, do you have that picture I sent you, Brie, with the Kardashians? 
on there? If you don't, no worries. Um, um I don't think so. Okay, cool, I don't cool, think cool. I have so, one. So there was this Not picture, time. y'all. Oh my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. So there was this picture with all the Kardashians, minus Kim, I believe, and they show an address, and it was like, yo, like what happened to the Kardashians? Like from a fashion standpoint, they weren't really, they weren't really doing it uh, that night. And Katz was like, look, Kanye ain't there no more. <laughs> nah. Kanye ain't there no more to make sure their fashion is where it need to be at. Uh, so that is what it is. You know what I mean? So. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, speaking of the Kardashians, y'all still praying for Trish? Because Trish has been gone for a nice little change now. So y'all make sure Hold on. y'all are praying for Trish. Real quick, what though, you before say, we transition on to the, to the, to the Kim K joint, uh, yeah. Alicia Keys had on a joint that was pretty fire. It was a black Street? dress, but the, the train of it was like the skyline in New York. So, Ooh. and it was like... Um, I don't know what kind of material it was. She's back. Praise the Lord. Um, okay. All right. Everything good? Go ahead. You were saying, uh, read this. The, the train and the dress was like the skyline in New York, but it, it was it was like made in a metallic silver, and the dress was black. Mm. It was pretty fly. Everything Let's good? Let's see here. Trish? Trish, yeah. How are we all as well? They screaming still. Oh, wow. Hmm. Man. Well, definitely, yeah. um, yeah, definitely, definitely praying. Yeah, yeah. And uh, matter of fact, let's just quickly get a prayer in for them. I mean, hey, look, if we're gonna be the body, let's make sure we do it. Y'all know we 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 uh cover the culture, uh, so we we always talk about a many myriad of things, but when it comes about this prayer thing and making sure that people are okay and, and, and just checking over people, we want to make sure to follow and do that as well. So if we could just pray real quick, um, Lord God, we just ask that uh you would intervene with what's going on uh, with Trisha's neighbors, Lord God, uh, any kind of uh, verbal or physical abuse, Lord God, that you would quiet it, uh, that you would uh, inject happiness and joy into that house even now, Lord, laughter into that house even now, Lord God. Uh, but most importantly, Lord, that you would keep your you know, your people safe, uh, keep them safe, keep their neighbors and, and everybody safe, Lord God, as well. Um, yeah, Lord, we, we know that you can intervene in any situation and, and bring uh, your spirit to it, Lord God. So we ask that even now, uh, like I said, that there would be no uh, abuse um, in that house even now, Lord God, that they would make peace uh, in that house even now. And just uh, thank you for everything, Lord God. You thank you for the opportunity to even pray for folks and intercede for folks, Lord God. And again, keep Trish and her family safe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, listen. So that is what it is. I back to the culture, y'all. We was talking about the Kardashians. Listen. On the last episode of the Kardashians, they now have the show on Hulu. I don't know if y'all have been keeping up, but they they made this whole thing about I don't I don't watch the Kardashians because I don't believe the Kardashians. And now I've got more reason not to believe the Kardashians. So listen, they make this whole thing about how Kanye went, got this tape from Ray J, brought it back. Kim was crying with excitement and joy because there was supposedly supposed to be um, another tape out there. When I say another tape out there, y'all know what I'm talking about. 
another tape that like what dropped that 20 years ago. Exactly. Um, so all that to say, your man Ray J came out and was like, nah. Ray J went back to the first joint and said, that joint won't even leak. Ray J said that was a plot. He mentioned it just kind of whimsically, like, yo, like, <laughs> what if somehow this joint leaked? And Kim and uh, Chris got together and was like, that's exactly what we're going to do. And they leaked that tape. And Ray J was just like, look, we made a deal. They was down with it. We was down with it. So we released the tape. That tape goes on to put Kim and the Kardashians on the map. I mean, because won't nobody really remember Robert Kardashian like that from the OJ joint. This joint puts them on the map. And yeah, Chris Trash. is masterful in what she does. But you're right, Chris is, is low-key a pimp. Um, but it puts them on the map. And then they rehashed that kind of joint for a second tape. Come to find out, Ray J's like, look, no, no, no. You ain't going to have me looking crazy. Kim had made some whimsical comment about a second tape. What you mean? Maybe I was sleeping. He was trying to stick stuff in me or something like that. Ray J was like, no, you're not going to put that on me. That's some weird stuff. You ain't going to put that on me. And so, so, yeah. So they did come out. Ray J's... He's nixing a lot of it. Like, no, no, this stuff ain't real. And so it just always feeds into a lot of... Uh, I've always thought about the Kardashians. What you about to say, Reed? It's, it's publicity stuff. It's all publicity. He did, now, he, he did say that he there's a second tape, but his whole thing was it never got around to being released. He was yeah. like, I'm going to tell y'all, he said, I'm going to keep it a butt. Uh, back in the day, Chris tape, kept these tapes under her bed so nobody would have access. He was like, now the only thing that's different is that there's a bigger bed and it's probably definitely secured in a different kind of case. But it is what it was. Like, they they mama know what to do to make them money, man, and keep them relevant. Yo, Ray J was like, look, these tapes never left their house. They've always had possession of these tapes. He said, it is true that Kanye flew, flew, flew out to meet me. That's true. But I don't know if Ray J had to put Kanye on game or what. But, but yeah, nah. It's all, they, um, it was all a setup. Yeah, it was crazy. So two weeks ago, I don't know if y'all have seen this or not. TNT is doing this series, and the second episode comes out this Saturday. This second episode is going to be about the – Guy who bought the special Wu Tang album. So you're talking about they joined that they did with the boy from Girls Gone Wild, right? So this is what funny that we're talking about this because he even assisted is supposedly in the release of the sex tape through his production company. You know what I'm saying? Quiet as cat ah. because he had access to all this distribution. Wow. He had all of these connects and stuff. So, so his production company starts with the V. I forgot what it was called. I think so. Yeah, because that's who released uh, the old the old tape. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. And sh- wow. So so yeah. So anyway, it's just that was you can't believe itself. you can't believe any of these cats. You know, I, I ain't never really watched them like that. So I don't know about that so, life. But yeah, yeah, I've never watched that show either. 
For that same so reason. I, I, like, it just seems fake. I think I've seen two episodes of the Kardashians. Now, I will say this, bro. We live in a world where Viacom totally shifted what was quote-unquote reality TV. And the more drama that they added to it, the more sex lives and videotape that they added to it, it gained people popularity. So you, so you go back a la, whoo, like early 2000s. I forgot the name of the show, but at this point, there really wasn't anything else video related on MTV, right? And Real so World. Viacom, had, Viacom had made this purchase, right? So Real World had been running. Yes. Right? Real World had been running, but they went to these crazy shows. So this was at the point where Big Brother was on CBS, and so Viacom took VH1 and had, like, this other show where they, all these stars were on it, right? It's like a Big Brother type whole, joint? It was kind of like a Big Brother thing, but it was a little okay. bit different. This is where Bridget Nielsen and Clave, quote-unquote, hooked up on that show. I think I do remember that, that spun into them getting their own show, Bridget and Flav and Bridget, whatever it was called. And then that spent into Flav getting his own show because those two didn't work out. So then it turned into Flavor of Love, Volumes One, Two, Three. It was called Strange Love on VH1. Okay, Strange Love. And then what was wild though is that reality TV went from this stint of these love shows because it went Flavor, Flav. Then New York got hers. Then they shift, they shifted to uh, the the rock and roll cat, Bret Hart, whatever his name was. Um, Simmons, Gene one. Simmons, Gene Simmons. And then right. what they did, they dove into these. Okay, these are hits, and people love this trash. They love the drama. Let's get. Oh yeah, Chance and Real had had a show. Let's go a step further. And so they started just following people's lives. And you got things like Basketball Wives, which birthed, uh, your, you know, uh, Love and Hip Hop. Hip Hop. Your, yeah. You know. Which became the real, real, real house of Black, this. Yeah, Black yeah. Ink Crews. All of these became quote unquote reality TV. But at the end of the day, behind them closed doors, everybody know the drama is what's on you a check. There's, yeah. there's no way in a. The, and the thing I used to always be so aggravated at was, for me, a woman like Shawnee O'Neal in her position, I'm like, bro, you, you, you literally have an avenue where you could be feeding life into young black women, but y'all sitting up here week over week, just giving black women a bad rap. You're already viewed as the angry black woman in the business world, and y'all get on TV weekly. You know, be this, be that, fighting with each other, you know what I'm saying, throwing glasses at each other, pouring drinks on one another. It was like, it was crazy, bro. It's a mess. And it was reality TV. Yeah, yeah. And and, and look, here we are. It's 2022. It's still going on. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so you could even see, like, I think it was DJ Envy who called it out with the uh, realtor shows. He was like, yo, they got these realtor oh, yeah, shows. Oh, yeah, with these white women, and it's more so about the actual deals, and whatever the home. case may be, yada, 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 selling homes and whatnot. But as soon as the black women had the, the dealer shows, same producers, the producers made sure to make it as ratchet as I don't know what. All of a sudden, it's not really about selling homes. You're not 
really talking about that. It's more so the ratchet and the drama, whatever the case may be. It's all made up. Yeah, you know what and I mean, push the envelope on 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 that special that I talked about the the uh, girls gone girls gone wild scandal thing or whatever. Yeah, somebody brought up a perfect point. This is the only way my dude really got as famous as he did was that one had never had sex sold. And then two, he came from a background of knowing what was good. I don't know if you remember this, but before Girls Going, Girls Going Wild, there was a DVD series that came out called... Um, Too Hot for TV or something like that? Too Hot for TV. And he took all of these, because he used to work on this show for E. And yep. he, had, he was getting all of this video footage. Some of it was too crazy that it couldn't be put on television. So what yes. he did was made this compilation of all of the stuff that couldn't be aired on TV, put it on a twenty nine ninety nine video cassette, sold it, and it sold like hotcakes because people yeah. always wanted to see that edge. So they were like, he was in a perfect position where... And this is pre-internet. So, right, this is pre-internet. Well, yeah, pre-internet. So... Well, pre-internet as we know. Yeah, it. like internet in every household, I'll say that. Right, right, right. Because, right. you know, the AOL disc and all of that was like... Yes, yes, yes. Like in the grocery yeah, yeah. store. Yes. So... They said, though, he was in a perfect position where soft porn and hardcore porn had not been yet, quote, unquote, given to the world. So he had this middle base of showing the world, you know, women being free while they're having fun, monopolized on it, millionaire. You know what I mean? And it was crazy because somebody brought up in the comments. We we had stuff like Jerry Springer getting scripted, and it got wilder yep. and wilder. And people, it was like a drug, bro. People just wanted to see more and more foolishness. I ain't gonna lie, I used to sit in front of the TV watching crazy shows on Jerry Springer. And this is when it got real for me, though. I'll never get an episode where this, and this is one of the reasons why Jenny Jones is off the air today. A guy brought Jenny Jones on the air to tell him that he loved him and wanted to be with him. And the Jenny Jones show got sued because when those people returned to their hometown, the dude killed the man for bringing mm. him on national nationwide TV with that crazy. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like they, they kept that really, really tried to keep that under wraps. That's crazy. Yeah, Shane, and I think actually, I want to say uh, Ray J and uh, Kim K was actually, I want to say it was before R. Kelly's tape. I think R. Kelly was first, bro, because they even was it the R. Kelly thing was around when um one AJ and Free was still on 106 in Park when the R. Kelly tape broke. Okay, I'm trying to remember uh, which one was first. For some reason, I remember Kim K's being first because Kim said this joint was twenty in an article. She said it was twenty years old. That puts it at two thousand two, and I feel like the R. Kelly joint came in after two thousand two. Um, did it? I want to say it did. I, I'll I'll look it up real quick. Not the tape, yeah. y'all. Get your minds up together. Oh, <laughs> so anyway, my point is, listen, y'all. I mean, you really can't believe everything you see, and of course, on reality TV shows. But y'all have to understand our reality because of social media and Instagram and Twitter and whatever the case may be are becoming more and more fake. It's, it's becoming more and more fake, and it's hard to believe what's real and what's not. And um, things are becoming more scripted in the world and whatnot. And we just, you know, you've got to be careful. So Shannon just said it was 2001. 
Okay. Two thousand so, yeah. so yeah. quote quick question. Yeah. Do you still think that Kanye's antics were just for their storyline? Um, some of it yes, yeah, some of it no. Because okay. I, I obviously uh Kanye played a part somehow, some way with the whole flu to get this tape. Cause that's all, we're finding out that that's not one hundred percent true. Right. From, Ray J is Ray J came back and said, Look, Kanye did fly to meet me. But it wasn't necessarily to grab a tape or something like, or, or let's just say he didn't return with no tapes. So even Kanye was in that in somehow in a way as well. Ray J and Kim K was two thousand. They was two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay, so yeah, R. Kelly uh, happened okay. before. Okay. From from what everybody just uh, just uh, just uh, came here. Yeah, R. Kelly did happen before. Whoo! I don't know how I remember the Kim K joint. Before R. Kelly, but yeah, R. Kelly did happen first, from what everybody is saying. Because we were, we were, we were, or you, and we were in a bubble. We were in a bubble. That's right. <laughs> we were at Old Roberts University. And we were shown off in the bubble. We weren't thinking about no R. Kelly at that time. Well, I wasn't. Who knows what you were doing, uh, Trisha? Every every eye, you good? Y'all pray for me. My nerves are not good. I get panic attacks and stuff. So like stuff like that just triggers it so yeah. pray for me y'all yeah I'll make sure to be playing for trish and of course she's uh there with her family and of course Stephen the levite is there as well so i'm sure i'm sure y'all good y'all good y'all good all as well um listen we're gonna touch on this real quick just to kind of see what everybody's thinking y'all make sure to like and subscribe tell a neighbor tell a friend <laughs> If you enjoy what you see right here on the Taste Makers Pod, make sure to let somebody know uh, what is going on. We appreciate you guys rocking out with us, no doubt. Um, listen, so Netflix took a hard hit this first quarter. We're talking stock options that went from 700 and something to 200 something. I forgot the exact number of what they're saying of amount of subscribers that they've lost, but it's been crazy the amount of subscribers that they've lost or whatever the case may be. Just, you know, let's just, it's just crazy from a streaming giant like that to now be getting hit. And um, I, I don't know if they stabilized or not, Tosh, but like I said, I know they stock options took a, took a big hit. Um, but yeah, so that is what it is. I'll go ahead and uh, go to Regis. What you think about this whole Netflix situation with this great fall of them? Well, there's a there's a few factors where Netflix um, it wasn't self-inflicted, right? We got to go back to the beginning of the pandemic. Netflix was the greatest godsend to the average Netflix subscriber because after March fifteenth, twenty twenty, everybody had a gazillion hours of time on their hands. Yeah, you couldn't go anywhere. Everything was shut down, and it was you're stuck in the house. You were going to either work if you had to go to work, the grocery store, and home. Wasn't nobody trying to go nowhere, frankly, honestly, because everything else was closed. So now you have all this time on your hands. If you don't have children, you got all the time in the world with your TV. So even if you didn't have Netflix, now you get either your own Netflix subscription or you borrow somebody else's code which ties into the other thing that kind of was killing them 
they had all these people sharing Netflix subscription passwords. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got the mm-hmm. homies. Hey, I ain't gonna be watching it tonight. You good? Log into my account right now. But the major killers for, for them were the pandemic slowly reducing and 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 the count of numbers, right? So now people aren't watching viewership of Netflix as they used to because the world is kind of going back to a, a normalcy. And then two, another big factor was they pulled out of Russia. So I forgot the amount of subscribers mm-hmm. that, that I did hear that yes. out. It was a great but with yeah. them pulling out of yes. Russia. It completely just knocked a lot of their viewership as well from an international standpoint. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is too, Netflix created this great dynamic with actors and people in the world because Hollywood was shut down. Mm-hmm. But Netflix was still taking risks and still trying to produce. And, you know, they was, they was following uh, COVID protocol, but they were still trying to do stuff to make sure that they could, you know, release content. That's why you started seeing, you know, like the comedy uh, thing at Net- Kevin Hart's house and all this other crazy stuff. And then they had content that they had shelved and then released. But now here we are again at that point where, again, people are, you know, going back to normal. I think I think they're going to be in a safe space. I think that their stock, honestly, was a little bit inflated in the first place. That's a good um, point. But nobody wants to see a 33% dip in one day That's of bad. any form or fashion mm-hmm. from business. Um, so I will pose this question after everybody around Robin. I guess we can talk about it. They have brought up the idea that if they enter commercials into Netflix, hmm. um, you would be able to pay an additional price to avoid the ads, right? Yeah. So, um, oh, are they going to be, be smart? Yeah, Netflix is not going to go anywhere because they have too much good content on their shelves, and they have too many contractual things that they've signed uh, to to fall apart. And then the independent distribution is great as well for Netflix. Oh yeah. Uh, for all kind of independence, foreign films, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. The ad thing by itself is going to make them so freaking much money. The ad and thing is doing it very them. uniquely. Yeah. They're, okay. they're going to allow corporate companies to advertise within their own Netflix productions. So it wouldn't be your traditional commercial, hmm. but like if we were sitting here in the podcast, right? And then I had this whole like branded something behind me. But it was a show. You know what I'm saying? People are gonna start paying for that placement. So they're gonna put it in the play in the content more so. They're gonna put it more so in the content. And then they would also do commercials. I think the commercial thing would be great as long as they did it in between episodes. If they if they choose to do it and interrupt shows, I don't think I would be a big fan. But if they did it in between episodes that you watch, I'm all for it. Trisha, what do you think about Netflix's uh, fall, per se? I mean, I don't have a huge opinion on it, but I think that, you know, what y'all are saying, I mean, it makes sense um, based on, you know, what what Regis was saying, like, after the, the pandemic, you know what I mean? During the pandemic, everybody was on. Who wasn't on Netflix? You know what I'm saying? So I get it. It makes sense. Um, and that, that ad thing is definitely going to be a... A winner for them, so it's gonna be a heck of a it. winner for them. Yeah, as yeah. always, bringing the big bucks. Go ahead and get your you money. Said blockbuster. Uh, <laughs> Brina, 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 what you think about uh, the whole Netflix situation? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a time when it was just Netflix and Hulu. Um, and then all these go. other networks figured out we can just start our own streaming service and start streaming our own content. And then they start pulling that content from Netflix and then people cancel their subscription because HBO Max has more shows. Disney Plus has more shows. So, I mean, that's that has a lot to do with it, too. But, I mean, I don't know. I... I haven't seen like where their their content has. I I pay for a subscription, but I just don't watch. I mean, I just I do. I I have it because like if there's something that goes viral that I need to see, then I you know like the Kanye documentary I watched. Um, but it's like you know it's just not a priority. I know a lot of people that feel that way. It's just like they're like the shows just aren't what they used to be first of all i don't know i don't know where y'all what shows y'all are watching because netflix has amazing shows i i they gotta line up i mean we're talking amazing i'm gonna be honest with so so i'm right there with you i had to get on tony today he did he got on me about ozark today I told him that he ain't watched ozark though i told him that he ain't going to heaven because god gonna be like depart from me but but you ain't watch ozark though this was my show if HBO, first of all, no, no. Why do we even pay for HBO, babe? Because HBO always cuts out. It's always like the app is terrible. Yeah, I, so I, I, I will, they don't do that you, to I me. Hold on, I will tell. I will tell you a secret about HBO. HBO's streaming platform is so intricate. You have to have a strong enough signal. Mm. from your Wi-Fi or whatever, however you're getting your internet in order for that joint to work right. Well, that explains it because Atlanta's Wi-Fi because, is because it's it Because it's on a constant re-loop so that it doesn't okay. quote-unquote lag. And because it's looping so fast, if you have a gap in your internet signal, that's when you'll start to see loading and buffering like we used to do in like 2012 on our cell phones. It we always like 3D. <laughs> I had no age to so, so going back to Netflix, I think everybody's kind of hit on a couple things. Of course, Netflix, you know, got out, you know, and it's crazy the possibility somebody said in the chat of Netflix becoming Blockbuster after what Netflix did to Blockbuster. But everybody creating their own content, Disney Plus, uh, you know, pulling all, you know, the different peacocks, you know, Paramount, mm-hmm. pulling all their content from Netflix hurt Netflix a little bit, number one. Um, so now you have more options out there than just Netflix. Number two, um, a lot of people, I mean, we talk about all the great shows and stuff they have, but a lot of people, they binge and they're done. They binge and they're done. And so I know people who have literally can just almost go through almost everything on Netflix and they've seen it all. I don't really watch Netflix like this at that point. At this point, I don't really. I, it's more so maybe for my daughter or something like that or my, my wife who might be watching like a foreign film or something from uh, Brazil or something like that. I don't really rock with Netflix like that myself right now. But what Netflix needs okay. to do is some of their original content. Because like even with Ozarks, when they put it out there, you can binge it all, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Same thing mm-hmm. they do for Stranger Things, uh, Orange is the New Black, everything they've ever done. You could binge everything. There needs to be a section in Netflix that is not bingeable. There are. There, there are so, some. so what, what, they're getting smart because with yeah. this final season of Ozark, they split it into two. So 
I think them knowing and kind of like having the ear of the pace of where the world was going, they purposely did that because had you released it all, yeah, you'd have been at, okay, I seen Ozark in the, what, maybe 12 episodes, I think it was. I'm done. Man, amazing. Bye-bye. But they cut you joint off at like eight, maybe six, something like that. And it was like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Kind of like how 50 does when they put you in that lull and make you wait a few weeks and then they'll, they'll bring it back and, you know what I'm saying, hit you with it again. Um, you have a good point, though. I will say this, too, though. Another thing that uh, Netflix does have on their hands, they got, they got studios now. So it's not like they're going to have a complete fall off. And the reason why I say this is because if you really think about this, right, we talk about transition from Blockbuster to Netflix, but we forgot we forgot about the middleman in that game. There was a thing called Redbox. Redbox. I know a lot of people. I, mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people joke and and get on them, but all use Redbox. All use Redbox. Redboxes are everywhere because people still use them. Really? I don't understand. You know it blows my mind. I don't understand yeah. how people yeah. still use Redboxes. We don't even have a. If some people. Are, some people are just. I don't some people are just stuck <laughs> into a. So prime example, right? Blockbuster Video was my first job. So I seen the transition oh. in 2000 when the, <laughs> yeah, them fees to get everybody. I seen the transition in 2000, <laughs> though, when we went from the new release wall being one little row on that back wall of DVDs hmm. and in about 14 months, everything on the new release wall was DVD. We had transitioned. But you still had your customer base that would come in looking for a VCR cassette tape. And they like, I ain't messing with them things. I ain't buying that box. I don't need it. I don't want it. Da, 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 da. It's just some people that still love that good little, let me pull up to the red box, get my DVD. And they uh, they have great partners. I mean, we, they partner with us. We give away we give away a free red box, I'd say, at least once a month with T-Mobile. Wow. It was, it was in our T-Mobile Tuesday thing this week. So... You know they're they're still getting money, and a lot of people don't know it, but you could pull up to the red box and buy DVDs now. Oh, where? You can buy used DVDs straight out of the red box. Oh. So, yes. so they, I mean, they they're smart in what they're doing. They're getting that money now. Here's what's even more crazy. Blockbuster had somebody who uh, was trial running Texas. The Blockbuster machine was set up just like a red box. It was a test. Blockbuster was like, oh, no, this would never work. People would never want to come to a box and eat their own movies. We need to keep our stores open. I heard about that. Had it first. (laughs) Let it go. What are y'all doing? Mm. That's crazy. I mean, it it worked like that sometimes. Blockbuster took the hardest of L's. The absolute hardest of L's. There's one one open. There's one left open. How about that last it's, one closed in like Alaska or something like that? Or no, it was. I think it was in Washington. It, there's a Netflix show yeah. about it. Ah. Right, Somebody there was a Netflix. A I thought it. I thought that last one did close. No, I didn't think it. I didn't, I didn't think it closed. I think there's still okay. one store open. It's like a vintage people go just to visit for nostalgia, Aww. just to go see it. And I'm wow. all for it. Let me pull up. I can still smell Blockbuster. Like it had a particular smell. <laughs> But it, it, it was, was like, that it was that car it was because we had that carpet. I'm gonna tell you the worst thing about it all though. 
They used to try to make us upsell the daggone snacks and popcorn, man. Listen, I would be like, yeah, yeah, I would buy all. I would popcorn buy is four fifty. <laughs> These college students, because I worked on the college campus for at Marquette University, I was like, they not coming in here buying this daggone popcorn, bro. It's a corner store right there. Listen, <laughs> I was buying the candy. I was buying the popcorn. It was just it had that. I don't know. It just made me want mm. to do that. No, no. I just started buying popcorn again in the movie theater for a long time. I was anti that. I was so anti that. You was not going to rob me in this movie theater. This I know we Christian, Lord. but tell, tell me y'all don't hit the Dollar Tree before you go to the movies. Oh, absolutely. Not anymore. I, I used to. Well, I used to be McDonald's. Winnie. Well, I mean, well, you, you crazy because you got kids. I'll be at the Dollar Tree all day. Oh, listen. Put this when in the pocket. Okay. When I was a when I was a little more, I got a little bit more money to me now, just a little bit, to the point where well, that's how the rich, that, that's how the that's how the wealthy to... stay wealthy. <laughs> Tell me right now, Jeff Bezos be right at the Dollar Tree talking about something. Listen, 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 yeah. listen. So again, appreciate you guys hanging with us in the chat. I see y'all having y'all's own little conversations in the chat. I love that. That's the community right here uh, that y'all is uh, showing love to here on the Tastemakers Pod. Make sure to like and subscribe. Appreciate again, Regis, standing in for your man, C. Goss, who was in the chat earlier. He's probably uh, uh, dipping back now. So uh, listen, last topic here, and y'all know us. Political topics ain't really our thing. It's not something we're trying to really be a part. But there's a lot to go into this, or it's 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 not it's a lot of different ways to look at this. But at the same time, it's just a matter of uh, it being so loud that you gotta mention it, right? So we're gonna quickly talk about this Roe v. Wade joint. Um, of course, for those that don't know, which what are you living under a rock? Um, documents from the uh, Supreme Courts uh, were leaked per se, and it was shown that there is a plan, and they have the numbers for uh, certain for the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade, and of course that has everybody going crazy. And Brina, what's your, what's your thoughts about the possibility of them overturning Roe v. Wade? I feel like it's a political maneuver. Um, you know, a, a certain a certain party is going to try to hijack Christian values um, to where there's a certain base that they're going to think that that's what that is. Um, I don't... <laughs> underneath the surface, it's a whole lot more. Um, as a Christian, you know... Of course, we know how we feel about the subject of abortion, mm -hmm. but it's just, I don't know what kind of precedent this is going to set. I don't know what they're going to do next. Um, it's just kind of, it doesn't feel like a righteous cause. Um, it right. just feels like there's so much more to it. That's just what I'm thinking. Interesting, interesting. Charles put in the chat, and since a man can't make one, Everybody, you can finish the line. Of course, mm -hmm. you're talking Tupac right there. Tupac. Um, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, so listen, I'll go ahead and chime in real quick, and then I'll try to sit to uh, Trish and, and Reed. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'll tell anybody straight up, no doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, I am definitely, you know, pro-life, whatever the case may be. I'm like Brina. I feel like this joint got so many agendas. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I can't even tell who, like, when, like, we've never had this, like, straight leaked papers from, what are we, what are we talking about here? Like, this is not happening. Happen? So yeah. how does it happen? Who leaked it? And for what purpose did they leak it? You feel what I'm saying? Because I can see all kinds of ways how this has the possibility to benefit Republicans. I can see all kinds of ways how this has the ability to benefit and rile up uh, uh, Democrats. So it's 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 sticky for me, and I, I, I try to not engage too much on it because I do believe at the end of the day, it's all just a ploy. And at the end of the day, let's say they do overturn it. It'll therefore theoretically put it in the hands of the states. Every state ain't going to outlaw abortion. <laughs> Every state ain't going to do it. So, you know, if, you know. Michigan already know. said no. California has already said no, I believe. Amazon said, look, we will pay $4,000, up to $4,000. I believe it was to any of their employees who needed to have an abortion. We will pay up to $4,000 for you to go where you can get one. Wow. That's interesting. But they can't. Okay. So... Oh, there you go, Brenda. Say what? Say what, Brenda? <laughs> right. No, I was right. like, it's some other stuff that they won't pay for, but, yes. but they'll pay for that. Okay. Yes. Right. Exactly. So, um, so like I said, it's just real, you know, I, I try not to take all of this by face value um, because there's a bunch of other things going on in the background. And again, I mean, I'll let you know, you know, I ain't, I ain't I'm, I'm not, I'm not, what I believe is what I believe. What you believe is you believe. I don't care. I, I'm not here to disrespect you and your beliefs. Anybody. I don't, I don't. It don't matter to me. At the end of the day, I am. I am pro. Uh, I have to think about it. I am pro life. I have to think about choice in life. I'm pro life, but you ain't gonna stop people from doing what they want to do. You ain't gonna you do that. Right to do that either. You can't. You can't like, legislate holiness like that. Doesn't, you can't you legislate can't. holiness. That's kind of right. kind of my, my situation to right. it. You can't, you know, and so you could say, you know, well, we protecting the babies and whatnot. And I feel you. I could rock with that because that is my viewpoint as well. But you're not going to stop cats from getting it done. It's just it's not going to happen that way. So I do believe as Christians, we should probably focus a little bit more on making sure people are taken care of and making sure that people have other options, really other options, really caring about individuals and their children. And not just, you know, we want to care about people from the womb to the tomb, not just in the womb. And then you marginalize them the rest of their lives or don't look out or don't cover. Trish, go ahead. Yeah, um, what Mr. Legacy Jones just said, that's what I, sorry, (laughs) that's what I keep thinking about is you know, what is the alternative? I, I feel like there's an imbalance here. So so the alternative is, because people gonna get them anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I think we should know by now, this is 2022, like people are doing what they want. And mm-hmm. like you, like what everybody else has said, I agree. I feel like there is an underlying, you know, motive behind it. 
but it's like, but what, like, it doesn't make me feel like y'all care about people if you are not bringing alternatives to the table, you know, where they can have, like you said, a, a safe abortion. Because back in the day when it wasn't, you know, legal, they was, they was, people was dying. People trying was to get doing abortion. some crazy stuff. Dying. Yeah. yeah. So Hangers we and go all back kinds of stuff. We're going to do that again? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. So I, I don't, I'm pro-life and you know, I, I I definitely am that, but I'm also like, like you said, you can't let you can't. I love that you can't legislate homeless. You need to put that on a shirt or something. <laughs> Wristbands. Hey, okay. That'd be the convocation. Number one selling shirt. <laughs> you, you really, you really can't. Um, Reach, what you got? So I just wanted to read it real quick. Uh, Fourth Amendment, right? The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. So when we talk about the Fourth Amendment being a part of this whole situation, I think there's a way larger picture. Um, I think that abortion is the smokescreen of it all. Um, I think that people who are in politics have a very, very large agenda that is being pushed and we don't know ultimately know what it is that they're trying to achieve. Um, Cause we know at the end of the day, it's all about power when it comes down to the political realm. Um, I even go back to like where Planned Parenthood were strategically positioned and like, it's like the, these cats make these chess moves that blow up in their face and then they try to go back and try to clean up a mess to better themselves again. You know what I'm saying? Get ahead of the curve. But it's like, yeah, you effed up. You you messed up. Um, I'm definitely pro-life. Um, I, I put an asterisk there because I have a very, very soft space for the situation in which a young woman is raped. I, I, I could never imagine telling a human being to go through something so traumatic and be like, oh, by the way, you don't have the choice. You will have this child. Like to me, that's so far extreme. Um, but that's a whole another conversation within itself. Um, but I definitely think that it's a smoke stream, bruh. And this is a way larger uh, agenda that they have to do something else. To roll up their bases. At the end of the day, you just cats is just trying to roll up their bases. Look, abortions have dropped year over year. I think for the last eight to twelve years. Hmm. Yep, and they've they'll, been lower. What, what, they've what, been lower under Democratic um, administrations too than yeah, they have. And that's what people say too. Yeah. Yeah. They don't pay us enough to have kids. <laughs> I'm listening about. Listen, so it's the agendas for me. It's the agendas that is really just really messing me up. Uh, and, you know, of course, I believe one way. I do we need to think there is a such thing as being a voice for the voiceless. I do believe, you know, uh, I do believe, uh, even what Regis was talking about with the rapes and even the cases where there's a possibility that the mother will pass because of caring or whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, that is actually a 1% situation statistically. Can't say that that's, that's 1% of abortions are those kind of situations, right? And so I just don't understand why things have to be so black and white. Yeah. I don't understand why there can't be 
an exception for that one percent and so whatever the case may be in certain case you know i just don't i mean we have other exceptions for many other different things when it comes to doctor patient privilege and doctors and i just i just don't understand why you have to make it so black and white um with that being said um like i said i do want to clearly say that we'd rather cats not have abortions we were definitely pro-life we do believe in speaking up well i, I say I, I'm, I'm gonna speak for myself uh speaking up for the voiceless with that being said all of this is some agenda nonsense it is it is abortions are going down and the republicans have had a chance to to do this in the past trump had a chance to do this in the past and he did not do it he did not do it and so I think they're just trying to rile up bases. You get your base riled up. You get your base riled up. Everybody's on this extreme nonsense, and that's just kind of how I see it. As Tasha just said, on both sides, they profit from the conflict. Mm -hmm. yep. And I think that's mm -hmm. just what it is at the end of the day. I think well, that's just I mean, what the, it is. The, the Republican Party knows, like, they need the Christian vote. So doing something like so this, they use you know, this, when election yes. comes around, it's like, okay, Y'all need to vote for us because we did. We overturned abortion. Um, just you like know we trying need to, to die in Jesus. Yep. It's like they're, they're it, I, I don't know. It's because it's like after January 6th, it's like y'all kind of <laughs> lost all your credibility you know, for righteousness at all. So, yeah, Period. it's just, it's a huge smoke screen. But that's and what, what Tasha, Tasha said earlier is like, when the kids get here, y'all don't care about them. So why y'all like what? I don't know. And let's let's not even talk about when it becomes their grandchildren who are in the predicament. Because what's going to happen? Quickly, how quickly they lose their morals? That surgeon, that surgeon, gonna get called right to that mansion. All we need to pull up Dr. Stevenson. Thank you. She's not having this child. Why? She was impregnated by a black man. And we're not happening. We gonna we gonna keep Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a, that's that's what it is. Like, you will not have this black man's child in my home and bring that surgeon right up in here. And that'll be after they've been unchanged the law. Mm. We never know. Yeah. Stephen Levi said it clearly, though. That's the tension of the black Christian. That is the tension of the black Christian. Being one who does care about the social justice situations. And then at the same time, being one as black people historically have been more conservative, more conservative in nature, per se. Mm -hmm. um, so um, black people in America historically. But um, so that that that's the that's the tear. And then, of course, you become a Christian and you're told, well, you have to vote one way. You know what I mean? And um, of course, that's not true. We understand that. Um, I, I think, yeah, Tasha, Tasha had to correct me. Uh, I forgot what she called it because I, I told Tasha, I said, I'm, I'm an independent. And she said, what is it, Tasha? Tell me what it is. Because it's not it's not that. It's something else. Oh, oh no, there it is. I, I say I'm an independent to say I don't really rock with no party. But that ain't really what it is. That's not an independent is the party in itself. It is the theoretically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It Tasha had to co correct me on that. NPA, no party affiliation. Thank you, Tasha. He can be out here, he can be out here voting for Umar John. <laughs> oh, mm -mm. Uh -uh. First of all, what? You better not be trying to. Uh... Nah, 
you better not. But listen, I, re- I remember, you know, let's, I mean, just being a young Christian in Obama's first term, I remember. And what? Um, huh? His first what? Yeah. His first term. That's what I said. I was what saying, what you said. Tour. You said tour. You said tour. tour. I was like, is that a new What you tour? said was French. French. It wasn't the real. Barack Obama. I was. I was. Obama's first term. Barack Obama's first term. His first term. That was the non-expert. Why she call me out like that? Why she couldn't let that pass? Trish. Trish. What did you say? Torm. Torm. This is for torm. Why can't I? Why couldn't I have some slang? Why? I mean, why couldn't it just be my twang? I mean, like I thought you made a word. Because I, it wasn't. During first when 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 Obama was first running for, uh, I tell people this story all the time. When uh when Obama was first running for office, I. He's poking a ratchet. I speak a little ratchet. (laughs) I'm saying that all day tomorrow. Listen, listen. So listen. So when Obama first was running for office, his first time around, I remember literally as being a young Christian, and when I was I wasn't I was a young Christian. I wasn't young in the faith, but I was a young Christian. I remember feeling like I had to vote for McCain. And don't get me wrong, McCain was actually a, a, a worthy uh, Republican, in my opinion. But I remember I feeling like I had to vote for McCain. Mm. I went into the, the, the box, the ballot, voted for McCain, and went home and pretty much prayed that Obama would win. And celebrated that night because <laughs> he did win. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that's how crazy it was or is sometimes to be a black Christian in America. Is of course, you know, I would love to see our bl- first black president, but I felt like I, back then I felt like I was convicted to vote for McCain because of the teaching that I was receiving and and just how it was back then. So that that's that turmoil, that tear. That indeed does happen. Um, it's it's crazy. Like I said, politics is the devil. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I'll say this: like my one of my previous churches in Tulsa, um, I've heard from the pulpit, and they have several outlets of media. And I think it's it's a very fine line to to share your thought from a political realm in church. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because you have this platform and you have a level of influence on people. So, you know, but when it comes to a point where like you're delivering it in a way where like, if you don't do this, you're not following God. Like to me, that's completely wrong. Because yo, we have I know the, churches that have the 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 pick, that don't have the candidate come to service. Yeah, I mean that happened. I remember, too. yeah, I remember when Trump and Hillary were going at it. I was in Louisville, Kentucky at the time, and one of the biggest black churches in Louisville had Hillary come through. Hillary came through. You know what I'm saying? I mean that that that's your campaign manager. Now I would not. I, I would if I'm in politics. I'm not gonna lie. That's a smart strategic move. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, it's it's smart, 
politically. I just hate, I just hate like from a clergyman. Is that even a word? We just make it up stuff tonight. <laughs> no, 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 clergyman. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, we laugh at the comments. Like that's that's almost too far because mm. people will fuck. And that that that's a whole conversation within itself. People following man before following God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they will mimic anything they pastor do. Like they pastor could go, you'd be like, oh, we about to go shoot this club up because they know X Y Z, and they'll go to the crib and grab a gun and be like, let's go, in Jesus name, we about to put them down. Like what? Have you lost your mind? Yo, Charles, you suck. Just, Charles, you suck. I got your I got your joint. Um, <coughs> Um, yeah, Kenny said, I know exactly what church you talk about. Yep, 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 yep. So, uh, yeah, Bree, you can you, you can feel free to put that up if you want to, Bree. <laughs> what Charles just sent me, I sent you a text, but um, okay. but yeah, 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 it's um, it's yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. My thing is just don't get caught up in the hype, um, <laughs> as, as Christians and as black people. Christians first, right? But then also as black people, just don't get caught up in the hype. Realize that Katz is out there trying to use you. We know what, how the Republican Party is trying to use your, your, your Christianity. And we see the Democratic Party trying to use your blackness. And this is, you know, it, it's just crazy. It's funny how you just, how you just deliver something, though, because you was like, you know, first being a Christian and then being black. And it's funny because I think some people look at themselves as a black person first and then as a Christian. I think I think there might have been a time in my life where I, I looked at myself as a black person first before I thought I looked at myself as being a Christian. Can um, it be I, on the same playing field? I mean, that's for me, it's like, what do other people see you as first? <laughs> to, that's in my mind. Like, yeah. they don't know me. They see me as black. Like, yeah, they, 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 I think your identifier, I think, is your skin and your color, which right. really sucks because yeah. we don't take the time to educate ourselves, even our own people in their own race. I never forget, we were at a restaurant one time and we asked this young Caucasian female, what was her nationality? You know, what was your ethnic background? This girl said, I'm white like 20 times. And we were just like lost. What do you mean? You know, I'm white. Kind of like, no, but where, where did your people, like, like where they come from? Like, I was like, but so, right. you know, like, I know my family has German roots, Nigerian roots. Like, right. what's your ethnic background? I'm white. Yeah. J.R. Psalms did actually you... just said it. He said, um, uh, no, Mr. Legacy Jones said it. A lot of white people see themselves as white first, and it ain't no hesitation. That's what Mr. Legacy mm. Jones said, and I think he might. I, I don't, you know, I can't. I can't it's speak factual. for white folk the way I try to speak for black folk. But uh, mm, right. you're good, good. And then Tasha, Tasha then went one of my woman first. Right. So this I'm is what Charles that. did to me. This is what Charles in the chat <laughs> did to me, real quick. Okay. <laughs> Just, just yeah. Torm, torm, torm. That is hilarious, torm. bro. Obama's first torm. Yeah. <laughs> that mid, yeah. that mid yeah. laugh. No. Yeah, yeah. You did, you you did do uh, Brina dirty though. 
You did do. I mean, I I'm sorry. You did do Trisha dirty. Yeah. You did bring Trisha. A, bring you did a Trisha. smile in. Like she knew. You did Trisha real dirty. Yeah. Trisha's about to smile. What you about to sneeze, Trish? You about to sneeze? I'm super animated. So every time somebody take a picture in mid laugh or I'm speaking, I look. I'm like this. <laughs> Always looking crazy. Listen. Okay. We appreciate you guys hanging with us. Definitely make sure to like and subscribe. Always tell the neighbor, tell a friend about what we do right here on the Tastemakers Pod. We're not going to wrap up quite yet. We're going to hit the chat, then we're going to wrap up. Uh, so get your chats off so we can, you know, look and see what you got to say. Uh, Tastemakers, if, if you see anything. Tastemakers. Tastemakers, like, if you see anything. <laughs> what? Not every word I say, I'm going to have to think about. Because y'all was trying to come. It might be a hashtag. It just you know might, be a it might be a hashtag. They're going to have Tomorrow. shirts for you, cuz. Listen, listen. What y'all see in these I'm chats, gonna to, though? I'm going to come to your event next month with a forum shirt, though. Tour of them, my bad. And tour Listen, listen, I'm listen. I'm going to meet our next tour Tasha said, uh, but I'm American. But I, but I'm Amer. Which which what Tasha said? But I'm America to be white American, including being a Christian. I'm not sure that I understood what you were saying right here. Taste smackers, y'all gonna stop now? Chill out. <laughs> wait, but wait, hold up. Daryl said um, earlier when he was talking about, um, he said the only club Christians should be shooting up is dot dot dot. Oh my God. Oh, when Regis was talking about, yeah. And and, and then you have to but specify, you, only club married Christians bad. should be shooting up. <laughs> it's dot, dot, dot. Okay? And even then, if you don't... Because then we'd be back to talking about the abortion topic all over again. You know what I'm saying? about to say. But, about to, uh, <laughs> then you, you've been pro-life your whole life, and all of a sudden... That club might send you to jail both ways. Man, goodness gracious. Um, Let's see here. Let's Let's see we here. JR, so your boy JR Psalms has a uh, what is it? What is it, Psalms? Is it a book? Is it a song? It says, Since You Call Me Black, is is basically about the struggles of being uh, black and Christian. It's 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 tough out here. It is tough out here. Um, let's see here. Tosh Man, Tosh Tosh called your husband a freak. No, Kenny. <laughs> and, and, and look, and Trish ain't even gonna help him. Uh, <laughs> look, he's, he's doing the same thing. Like, you know what he is. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Levi, like, we murder. It is what it is. You know what I'm Thank you, Shannon. Oh. We have a whole podcast talking about sex. So. They did. They did. They did. Yeah, I mean, JR Psalms uh, uh, said it is a song. I, by I, the way. I, I wish it was a more comfortable conversation with Christians. Um, because it seemed like it's been taboo for so long. Mm-hmm. Because I think you can have healthy conversations. Um, I think there's a lot of inquisitive stuff that Christian has when it comes to like you know the bedroom or you know sex, quote unquote. But like so many people, so many people shy away from it. And I think that's the wrong thing to do because when there is lack of education, mm-hmm. then that's when the mind gets to going or people try to do stuff and then they may not handle something the right way. Um, and mm-hmm. one huge thing is that everyone is different Yeah. Um, when it comes to that. So like 
I think it should be a thing that needs to be talked about, especially for our youth. Yeah. You know, people be like, oh, them kids don't need to be. I'm, I used to be, so I used to question youth pastors and be like, have you had the conversation about sex in your youth group? Because I never wanted to like step into somebody's youth group and bring that up and they have never touched it. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I would get a lot of no's. I'm just kind of like, so you do know they talking about this in school though, right? Because like we would Every be in day. schools too. It's like they and and in today's we talking about that was back early two thousand. Yeah, we ain't even talking about what these kids got access to today. All they got to do is pick up a phone and then boom, it's there. You know what I'm saying? They ain't had a, they ain't got to have a conversation. Right. And if they if and if they on that wavelength, that's a completely different avenue because they definitely learn the wrong thing. Right. So I said you. I'll be a Christian back there, <laughs> but I don't see you hear anything. <laughs> I'm being Christian bachelor oh, party. I don't see her here. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But you know what? Because oh. like I'm telling you, it's it's a t- it's a people are afraid. Like, and and they they think it's like, oh, you're not using discretion, and no, you're not. You need to be. That should be only in in your home. And yes, of course, nobody's talking about the details of the bedroom, but we're talking about like sex like it's something that god created we cannot be afraid to talk about it especially as believers like what like, even, even deep sorry even details i think can be talked about to an extent because sure. again education right like yeah say for instance if somebody had don't they're supposed to do never had sex in life till they got married right so here they are, and they're trying to experiment. She should be well in her right, comfortable enough to go to another sister, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and have a conversation like, hey, you know, I've never been here before. I know somebody who waited, and so they were married, and they had a very, very difficult time in Most the beginning do. of their marriage because... I know, I know a lot of women like that. Hus- I don't know too many guys like that, but I know a lot of women like that. Their husband was very experienced, and for her, it was painful. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a whole thing within itself. Because here you are as a man, and you know, you have your wife. You would think that it would be pleasurable to her, and then cute larger issue if she doesn't tell you mm-hmm. that this is not pleasurable and keeping it a secret just to appease you. Now you're going down a whole rabbit hole. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, you DJ, now you DJ Envy out here. Uh, I know. That was crazy. <laughs> no, his, no, Gia, Gia didn't tell him for what they say, 10 years? 10 years. That's she didn't she was faking, fake, that fake she was faking it the whole time. That's crazy to me. Crazy. Yeah. So we talk about like maybe 16. Well, we got to go We gotta go back though. They was like 16 years old. But 16 yeah. and 26. At that point, y'all yeah. had a kid. Like, bro, you got to speak up. Jace, Jace. No, I'm having a conversation. Like, and and that, but that's the thing. Like, the fact that people don't feel comfortable telling you their name. Like, I ain't feeling this. This don't, this don't feel good. You know, some no, people don't say even, it like that. Sure. I'm, but I'm saying you should be able to say it in general. You know what I'm saying? This don't feel good. This it or this it doesn't feel good, good because because I'm sh- like having issues or whatever. Like we should ha- have that conversation, and men also need to make it make 
you know, the the situation more comfortable for their wives to easily say these things because I think right. too, and it's not just men. I don't want to say it's all men, but a lot of times what I what I have seen is that the men kind of make it a little bit more difficult to you know have that discussion fragile, openly and fragile free. ego. Well, yeah, well, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So men do have the most fragile egos in the world. Yes, that's very true, but we do. Okay, ladies, you just you can't be faking it out here, like yeah, at all. don't fake it because it, it sets a it sets a bad pres- precedent. Yeah, um, sure. Because president, <laughs> <laughs> it sets a bad Donald Trump in your relationship. You need to stop that. <laughs> So, yes, it, it, it sets, yes, oh, they, why they on me like, I don't know what's up, Kurt. We know, we but know listen, damn, bro. it does, it does, it, it, it definitely, uh, because if you think you're doing right, why would you change? You know what I mean? Right. Why would you change if you think you're doing what you're supposed to be doing? Vice, but... vice versa. You know, that conversation and and then Alan, you gotta be I, I would say men and women though, because one, if you know your partner because some people are <laughs> more emotional than others, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you gotta have you gotta having that conversation might be tough, but don't delay it because the longer you delay, mm. you are setting yourself up for you. It's kind of mm. like telling somebody like five years down the line, like you know, I was pissed at you back in 2017 when we da da mm-hmm. What, bro? You done let five years go along and you ain't said nothing. That's like, crazy. What do you mean? Because now it's really hard for me to accept what you're saying as an absolute truth. Yeah, especially when you bring it up in the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, hold on. Did somebody in the chat just coin sex the praise sandwich? No, Tosh. Yeah. Okay, what happened? Oh my god, praise sandwich. Compliment him. Oh, compliment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How does the sandwich method, as I call it, just the the praise sandwich? That's somebody's church baby right there. The praise. (laughs) I was about to say. I I was a little worried. The the sandwich method. Yes. Compliment. Critique. Compliment. Compliment. Yeah. Yes. I. uh, Okay, okay, Trish. (laughs) It's all about. What was it? Praise opportunity and. Praise, opportunity, and strength. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because you build, oh. you break, you build them, you you build them up, break them down, and build them back up again. J. J- Kirk, yes. When I saw that, was my initial thought was exactly that. If somebody <laughs> refers to sex as the praise sandwich, like I, I low key want to kick you out the chat, and I love you. It just this might not be the place for you. <laughs> and about to be like so this so this. So this sub over here with these Italian meatballs, bruh. <laughs> oh, man. The sandwich method sounds too freaky. You, need, you had to holify it? Ho- holy fly? Okay, words. <laughs> wording is hard. Totally. Okay. Look, 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 look. Wording is so, so hard. But um, but yeah, these are, these are definitely important topics to talk about, things we should talk about more. We'd rather them get them from us, uh, whether it's kids or other adults. 
than just yeah. out there in the world with fantasies and stuff like that. And then, you know, you let things like porn infiltrate. Now you got, you're building up more lies and stuff on, yeah. you know, on just how long people are lasting and the amount of, you know, just all kinds of stuff, right? It just, it can get more, you know, more facades, more lies, more everything being built up yeah. when, you know, we just need to do a little uh, communicating and, uh, and that mm-hmm. hopefully will solve it, you know? I mean, listen, communicate. You know yes. what I'm saying? Key. Communication. Communication. Exactly. TLC. Ladies, don't lie. Yes. yes. <laughs> With that being said, go to a I, sex I, therapist. Sorry. There there are sex counselors who and Christian ones out there. I know one. Uh actually. I know one so, as well. You know? Oh, Charles Wilder. Charles Wilder. Uh oh. Uh oh. What happened? <laughs> Man, you're no, get... but that's right, Charles. You're correct. No, that's, that's, that's the truth. That's the you're, truth. Listen, it's, that's, that's the oldest thing in the book, man. Listen, any guy out there, please, it's, any any married man out there, please. Not any guy. <laughs> <laughs> any married man out there. Any guy. Listen, listen. Fellas, it's just hey, real. All of you. It's, it's just real simple. <laughs> it's real simple. Set out to please her first. Yeah, and then once you please her, do what you got to do to get your. I mean, go ahead and you know get yours, but just please her first. Matter of fact, speaking of please her first, listen, y'all see that Breakfast Club joint? I won't go bring that up. Uh, with uh, with Charlemagne gave Donkey of the Day today. Did anybody catch that? Mm-hmm. Um, what happened with the old girl? Matter of fact, yeah, you caught it because you sent it to me, Trish. Um, with oh, old girl who pulled out the yes. gun. Oh my god! Yes. Um, oh, at prom. That was. Yes. So, over what? Prom? No, we ain't talking about prom. We're going to go left and then we're going to bring it back. Um, <laughs> Jay Kirk, the taste maker is about to have a whole new meeting after this episode. Listen, we're going to wrap it up. We don't talk about sex, baby, too much. So, But we all grown. This is, you know, that's the taste makers, all right? It's fresh, grown, black, Christian, all right? Fresh, black, Christian, grown, black, fresh, Something doesn't all matter the order. Just those. doesn't matter the order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fresh grown black and Christian is the tastemakers, right? So we're gonna talk about these things sometimes. And so old girl was on the Breakfast Club. Um, got donkey of the day from Charlemagne because apparently, dude would not um would not uh give me a good word, Trish. This is fairly um oral. Okay. Situation. All right. Yep, there we go. Yeah, he would not perform oral. She got upset, so she went to uh, she she pulled out a gun on dude and started firing bullets. Yeah, he jumped out the window. Boom, 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 boom. Honey, so listen, there of course, are several sites. <laughs> you visit if it's that serious. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so she of course Bro. she was dead wrong right of course that's obvious that's a whole, like, nother, like, that's a whole nother level like 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 the world is the world is crazy like thank god like the cats yeah. is in the comments like man i am so glad i'm married <laughs> the world is crazy out here yeah you know i mean she could have been a, she could have been a christian she could have been a christian <laughs> fresh a frustrated christian but listen listen i put this in the chat and Cats is going crazy. I think it might have been the most likes I've gotten on YouTube. I said, look, most likely this only happens one way. She performed, and he would not reciprocate. 
Tasha. But to a point of to a point of shooting. <laughs> listen, listen. I ain't I ain't saying look, she was right I, in her Tasha's actions. Stupid. Said, I, I, guess, I guess she was going to bust over there. No, Tasha. That's crazy, bro. Listen. Yo, y'all said I was the wild one on here last time. No, Tasha is wild. Yeah, Tasha, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Tasha, Tasha wild. Um, and thank God uh, uh, Kiara ain't in here with her, because that'd be oh, a whole other situation. Oh, my goodness. But yes, it's just the importance, husbands, to please. Please your wife. Even though that situation at that, at that point, yeah. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> he she need to marry a man that's gonna be like, I don't even need nothing. Just let me lay back. Lay back. Baby, please just lay down. Listen. She's about to be in she about to be in jail more frustrated. Hey. Yeah. Well no, no, she ain't. No, she ain't. She ain't. She going to an all women's jail. Oh, leave that. She gonna be alright. Look at that orange and black. Okay, it's time to hang it up. Yeah, it's about that time. Yes, it was appropriate for this to be the last topic of the night. This is the midnight conversation. Over here, you know, midnight conversation. Cal Manning gonna be all up in the comments. Oh yeah, Cal Manning is gonna be very upset with us. Shout out to Cal Manning. We appreciate you checking out the show. Uh, we are married, Kyle. I don't know if you are. Well, some of us are. Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> listen. Listen. We are the tastemakers. We are definitely fresh, black, grown, and Christian. Fresh, grown, black, and Christian, I think I is no the subtitle. Um, but yes, that we just made up there. We appreciate you guys hanging with us. Make sure to like, subscribe, tell a neighbor, tell a friend. There's not a there's not a place that grown Christians can go and hang out. And we think this is the place for you to be able to do just that. Uh, so we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. That's Trisha Bell. That's your man Regis standing in for uh, Ski Goss. Uh, big, big Reg there. And um, of course, we got Brina below me right here. They call me, quote, we are the tastemakers. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Tastemakers. Classic. We do more to make a living. We make a life. When everything is dark, we are the light. We are the tastemakers. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. We do more to make a living. We make a life. When everything is dark, we are the light. We are the tastemakers. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. Somaliers came out to play Classics in the current day For the movers and shakers For the new tastemakers Tastemakers